Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman. (laughs) I'm laughing because if you are not listening to the uh, Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast by my girl, my client, my friend, Andrea Singletary, then you won't get the reference. But she, um, in the intro of her podcast episode, she says like, hey, mama, welcome back to the Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary. And I think it is the cutest thing ever. And whenever she says it, like whenever the intro comes in, I start saying it like I'm her. And it's just like, it's just so fun. Like it's so fun to really find other moms and other women that are doing business different and that are really living their truth and living, you know, their expertise and walking in their calling. And so um, I just was being silly for a second, but um, you should definitely go check out her podcast for sure. I've had her here on the show, actually. Um, she was talking about uh, private podcasts and um, and then we went on to work together. She became one of my clients and it's just been amazing. So that was just a little, um, what do you say? Homage, homage, whatever <laughs> to my girl. Um, but I want to have a conversation that I feel like is long overdue for this podcast, especially with the shift that I have made in the content that I've created since becoming a mom. And it's a it's a topic that I have mentioned, like I've referenced this, but I've never sat down and had a full blown conversation. And it's about navigating the mom fog as a business owner. And I'm going to be really candid today. I'm going to share some things that maybe I've shared before, maybe I haven't. Um, But I just feel like it's so important that we talk about the unique experience that, in my opinion, borders on delusion at times of being both a present mom and a profitable, you know, um, and peaceful and fulfilled CEO, right? So doing both of those things, like the duality of that. And so I'm pretty sure I haven't coined the term mom fog. Like, I don't think I made this term up, Um, but it definitely describes how I have felt at different times, you know, in the last three, four years. Um, And it's something that I know a lot of other moms can relate to as well. You know, they always talk about pregnancy brain and pregnancy fog and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't go away. Like it doesn't go away. It just looks different on the other side of pregnancy. And I kind of want to talk about how to navigate the mom fog as a business owner, because the truth of the matter is, is that as moms, our personal lives and mom life, when things are chaotic over there, it does spill into the business. You know, it, it doesn't matter how hard you try. It doesn't matter how many systems you have in place. Mom fog, it's going to play some sort or it's going to have some sort of effect on your business. It's just up to you on how much you will allow mom fog to um, lead, I guess, in your business. So that being said, mom fog is something that I know all too well. It is something that 
I, I actually did some research. Um, that's why I was like, okay, I don't think I came up with this term because I did research on like just the psychology. Y'all know I'm a scientist, so I can't help it. Um, but I, I did some research on like what's happening in our bodies after we have kids, while we're pregnant, all those things. And so, um, you know, a lot of women deal with this feeling of mom fog. So first, let me set the stage of what mom fog is because I've, I've mentioned it and I've said it before and now we're talking about it. But I want to like get us all on the same page of what I am describing and what I'm talking about here. So mom fog is just simply a state of mental and or physical exhaustion that results or that comes from the continuous juggling of parenting and, you know, the household duties, like keeping the house together, homemaking. And in in this setting that we're going to talk about, your business as well, right? So it's you 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 go into this state of just pure exhaustion as a result of constantly having to switch out the hats. Okay, this is my mom hat. This is my wife hat. This is my homemaking hat. This is my cleaning hat. This is my housekeeper hat. This is my business hat, right? Like we are juggling all these responsibilities and at some point we reach a state of exhaustion, right? Especially when there are different things that come up that can affect how we perform or how we show up in a certain area. So for example, as a mom, when our kids are going through developmental leaps or when our kids are going back to school or when our kids are coming back home from, you know, the summer, right? Um, when the kids come back from their grandparents, right? Like all these different things that we have to deal with and juggle, you know, when our kids, you know, today they liked green beans and now for the next six weeks, we can't get them to eat a single green vegetable. Like (laughs) it's those kinds of things that over time, it leads to us becoming mentally and physically exhausted, right? We're carrying a lot of mental load. Um, I've said this before on the podcast, but like, even when I'm not with my kids, which is very rare, but even when I'm not with my kids, I'm still thinking about them. That can lead to mom fog, postpartum, right? After you have a baby, the way that all your hormones are moving and all the things that are just going on in your body, because of that, you can enter into a period of mom fog. And at that time, they usually call it like postpartum and all that kind of stuff. But it really is like just your first dose of mom fog. Um, Now, of course, if it's postpartum depression, that's a completely different thing. But we're just talking about like the exhaustion, right? Just being freaking tired like let's just be real sometimes we just get tired and that's okay right there's nothing wrong with you for being tired and a lot of times we can't help these things right like yes we can put systems and routines in place but sometimes life just happens right the kids get sick you get sick your husband gets sick right like maybe the child care falls through right there are so many different things that can just send us into a state of exhaustion right mental and physical exhaustion so when you're experiencing mom fog you may experience things like forgetfulness you're having trouble focusing you're feeling overwhelmed sometimes i completely space out like my husband will come into the room and he's just like hey like what are you looking at and i'm literally spaced out looking at the wall that is mom fog. That is me reaching a state of exhaustion where I forget where I am. I'm not able to focus. Um, and I've talked about this in therapy already. So trust me, I'm okay. It's just sometimes you get tired, right? Like sometimes you just get tired. And it's almost like I like to think of mom fog sometimes as like the power saver mode, right? The battery saver mode. You know how on your phone, once it gets to a certain percentage, you can put it on like the battery saver mode and your phone won't completely, you know, die. I feel like sometimes with mom fog, like that's like sometimes we enter into that mode of like, okay, we're just conserving our energy, right? We have to conserve what we have. And so that's like one example of like what 
um, mom fog may look like when you're experiencing it. Something else that comes up for me is like the forgetfulness, right? If I don't write something down or if I don't put it in my calendar, it is good as forgotten, right? It is good as forgotten. I'm not worried about it. Like I just move on with my life until something comes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed this thing. Like I remember I missed somebody's like baby shower or a party or something. And then like two weeks later, I remember it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry about that. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I've, I've just like, my brain has just been on autopilot has just been on that battery saver mode and that's okay right I want to say that like mom it's okay to experience mom fog and you are going to go through mom fog there are going to be so many things that just come up in motherhood that puts you into this mode or this season but I want to kind of talk about how to navigate it as a business owner right Um, because the truth of the matter is and we all know this right I don't want to you know as much as I truly feel like motherhood is my calling like I did not realize this until becoming a mother but motherhood really is my calling and serving moms is also my calling so this is not one of those oh let's relate over you know the struggles of motherhood no right because first off that's not even the language I like to use but second off it's just like that's that's not the way I'm going with this I just want to have an honest conversation about things that I know a lot of us feel and a lot of us have to navigate as business owners right the emotional toll of motherhood can be a lot right all the appointments you have to think about and you know remembering that oh they have to get these shots or flu season's coming up so you i gotta watch out for all like there are so many things christmas is coming up like there then there's birthdays like there's just so many things that go on that emotionally is taxing and that can put us into a fog right it can put us into a season where we're just feeling like okay i'm on battery saver mode like i just i'm 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 and it's not even that you're struggling. It's just, for lack of better words, you're overwhelmed, right? You are overwhelmed. You are reaching your max. And yes, you can lean on your tribe and lean on your community and lean on your people. But at the end of the day, you are still mom, right? Like as much as we, or as much as people love to say like, oh, lean on people, people will help, blah, blah, blah. It's like still at the end of the day, you are mom. And it's, it's it's I mean, I don't know too many moms that are able to take, you know, two week breaks to get themselves together and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, how do we navigate this space, right? How do we navigate the space of, okay, I am mentally, I am physically exhausted. I am, you know, forgetful. I'm having trouble focusing. Like, how do we navigate this? How do we overcome it? And then what do we do with our business, right? How do we not make decisions that hurt our business in the long term? Because we are in such a state of overwhelm in our personal lives, right? That's the, that's the million dollar question, right? And I'm not going to proclaim that I know all the answers to this because listen, I'm still, you know, up and down through this season. My second baby postpartum, it took a toll on me. It took me a very long time for me to feel like myself. And when I say myself, I mean the version of myself that I am today, right? Because I'm definitely not the version of myself that I was when I had King. And I'm so far removed from the person that I was before I had children. So it's like, I'm still navigating this space, but I just want to kind of talk about this. And inside the Facebook group, we can have a real conversation about this. Like, feel free to be transparent. Feel free to, you know, let's really deep dive, deep dive into this because it's something that I help so many of my clients through, right? How to navigate their business when they are freaking tired, how to navigate your business, you know, because, and it's one of the reasons why I'm like so big on, I'm not going to tell you to wake up early or stay up late because I mean, we got to sleep, right? Like we have to sleep. So we have to figure out how to make all this work even when we are in, you know, a, a overwhelmed state or in a heightened state. And so, you know, I, I, 
I'm kind of coming to the conclusion and, you know, maybe it goes away at some point, but I'm of the conclusion that like mom fog, it's something that, you know, it just continues to happen. It just happens at different times and maybe there's different degrees of how you're experiencing it, but it is so important to have tools to navigate that season, right? To navigate your business, to navigate your life so that you can give yourself some grace so that you can walk through this and know that like, okay, at some point it's going to go away. Right. And um, I want to make a disclaimer and say, like, I'm not saying don't go to therapy and stuff like that, because I do believe in those things and I do it as well. But it is something to say that, like, hey, we do need other tools and we do need to think about, okay, how do we show up for our business? How do we, you know, um, execute strategies and like, you know, just do the things that we need to do, serve our clients when we are emotionally at a almost breaking point. Right. And And I don't I don't I don't mean that you're like literally about to fall apart but it's like you're reaching a point of like okay i'm about to start yelling at people right like i i know that i'm hitting mom fog where i'm about to enter mom fog because for me i shut down but right before i shut down it's like i have mini rage (laughs) and it's just so great and like and i've gotten good at this because like when i had king i just it was not good like i would just be yelling like if you if you looked at me sideways i was gonna yell um but then you know especially as king got older and stuff like that i started to figure out okay you don't have to yell it's just when you start to feel this certain way go ahead and get into your battery saver mode right so maybe that's that's like one tip i can say is like really be mindful of like, what are your self-preservation activities, right? What are the things that you can do to preserve your energy, but also to preserve your, your, um, your mindset, right? Because I would feel even worse after yelling, right? Like even, I would feel even worse after yelling at Tay than I did before. So it's like, did, did, did it really help? No, right? It really doesn't help. So, you know, I got really good at saying, hey, and, and he knows like, I, I look at him and say, hey, I'm reaching my point. Like, I'm reaching my point, so let's just stop, right? And he immediately stops. And then I just, like, you know, go into my battery saver mode. I just, like, I just pull, I just go inward, right? Because that's what I need right now. I need to love on me. And I feel like with mom fog, one of the biggest things that we can do is figure out how to love on ourselves. And so... Um, something that I was thinking about when I was like kind of mapping out this episode in particular is I started doing some research and I'm kind of jumping on my script. So I'm trying to figure out where I am. But something that I researched when I was looking up, you know, mom fog and like what we're experiencing, I saw how the main advice that's given is like get more sleep, drink more water, um, you know, make sure you're eating well. And I was just like, this is such crap advice. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, because it's almost like, of course, Captain Obvious, like, of course, these are the things that I need. But when I have a newborn that is struggling, that I'm struggling to breastfeed or, you know, my my baby is still waking up every two hours at night to to feed. I mean, where is the sleep happening? You know, and it's like they kind of trick you like they kind of trick you when they say like, oh, if you pump or whatever like that then you'll be able to get more sleep. That is not true because if you pump, you still have to wake up in the middle of the night to pump. So, I mean, even though you're not having to breastfeed, you still have to wake up and empty your breasts or they're going to hurt in the morning. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, at least that was my experience, right? May not be everybody's experience, but that was my experience. I'm just like, you guys just be, I mean, and by you guys, I mean like the internet sometimes. I'm like, y'all just be setting me up for failure. But you know, anyway, getting back to the point, um, I just think it's so funny how like a lot of the advice is around, you know, get more rest, get more of this. It's like, duh, I know I need those things. But in this season of life and in this particular, you know, situation, 
those things is is it's not gonna happen, right? It's just not gonna happen. And I always remind myself that with everything in motherhood and, and in life in general, everything is seasonal, right? Everything is temporary. This is not gonna be the rest of my life forever, right? There's gonna be a season that I'm gonna look back on, you know, the two hour feedings and be like, dang, I low key missed that. I mean, I don't know. I might, I might not, but you know, maybe one day I'll look back and I'll miss that time, right? And so it's like, I'm always reminded that this is just a season, but how do we get through the season when we're in the thick of it, right? And recognizing that, you know, and this is something that I coach the moms in that are inside of moms do business different a lot is just recognizing that your life affects your business so when you are in a fog right you look at your business through glasses that are like i gotta fix it or i need to be in control right because if your life is out of whack if you're feeling you know super overwhelmed or if all these things are going on in your personal life or you know specifically when it relates to your kids then you're going to look at your business like okay you know everything has to be perfect i got to be in control right like your mind frame towards your business is going to be completely different and it's going to borderline like obsession right like you're going to obsess about your business you're going to be hypercritical and you're going to be looking at what other people are doing and you're going to question like well, why am i not there like you're like every all your feelings about your business are just going to be like exponentially heightened and that's not helpful right so how do we navigate this and this is just like me speaking from my own experience and then from the clients that I've served. Like a lot of the clients that I've served, when you are in the thick of mom fog, the first thing, the first thing I see people do is like try to rebrand or try to, you know, oh, um, you know, I got to make all this content or want to change their strategy or change their offers. Like it's like so much you want to do and you just get like hypercritical or you start to say things like, you know, I should be further along in my business, which I've done an episode about that. So we don't have to dive into that again, but it's like, we just really start to be super critical about our business and it causes us to make decisions and to do things that when we're out of the bomb fog, we look back and we'd be like, wow, I don't know why I did this or what's going on. And I mean, of course we can always change, right? You're never locked into anything with your business, but it's just like, let's like, how can we navigate this season without blowing things up for ourselves, you know, in the long run. And so something that I have experienced and maybe you can too, but being overwhelmed or just being in that season of mom fog can make you feel like you are not succeeding anywhere. Like it can, it can honestly feel like, and I have honestly felt like, man, I am just, I'm not, I'm not doing it right. Like I could be doing better. I could be doing better as a mom. I could be be doing better as a wife, as a business owner, as a leader. Like I could be doing better. And there's not much that can really pull me out of that. Right. Because when you're in a fog, you're just so convinced that everything is falling apart. And it very well may be right. Like it very, it very well may be a truth that you're dropping the ball, right? But you're not dropping the ball on purpose. You're just literally tired, right? You're you're physically and you're mentally exhausted because the mental load of being all the things is a lot. And as much as people want to say like, oh, you know, work on your mindset, lean, you know, lean on your community, as much as people say that, in practice, it's not that easy, right? Like we, let's just be honest. It's not that easy. And this is where having coaching or having a therapist comes in handy. Um, I, I have realized that like having a coach comes in handy when I get into a state of like, 
yeah, I just, I'm not good at this thing. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it just comes in handy when it's relevant to, okay, maybe I'm just overwhelmed, right? Maybe this, maybe I am in a mom fog, right? And so um, let me just keep going. I just want you to know that like, if you are in this season, especially as a mom, right? Because sometimes, and it's it hasn't been often, but it was definitely like when I first had King and I just felt like, man, how do you, how am I going to make all this work? You know, at that time, I didn't see other mompreneurs, right? Like I didn't realize that there were business, like a lot of my friends did not have kids. So when I had a kid, it was like, you know, everybody was looking at me like, girl, are you really going to be able to do this? Are you going to, you know, kind of take time off? What's going to happen here? And so it really made me feel like, man, I'm just not like, am I, am I going to disappoint my child? Right. Because I'm not producing or because I'm not, um, you know, living up to an expectation that I created in my head or an expectation that I'm, I'm creating based off of what everybody else is doing in the online space. And then I had to take a step back and say, you know what? King could not, could never have a better mother than me. Like there is nobody on this earth that could be a better mother to my child than me. And that's the same thing with you, right? If you're ever feeling like, dang, I just do not have this mom thing together. Won't, won't, won't. Listen, there is no better mother out there for your child than you. Point blank period. And once I realized that, it really helped me remove um, maybe those feelings about motherhood from the mom fog, which is kind of weird because it's like mom fog is, you know, mom related. But it's like, Yes, you may, I may be exhausted because I'm spending two hours, you know, or I'm waking up every two hours and that's why I'm such a good mom, right? Like this is, this makes me, you know, like this validates me as a mom, right? And if you're, if you're not doing that thing, I'm not saying that you're not a valid mom. I'm just saying in my example, right? So for me, it's like, I'm, I'm waking up every other hour because I'm the best mother for King. I'm the best mother for Empire. And so that is something that I'm willing to do in this season. So yeah, I'm going to be tired, right? I might be overwhelmed. So now I need to figure out how to navigate the other parts of my life and especially my business, right? Because again, as a CEO, my business is going to be affected by whatever is happening in my life, especially because for a lot of us moms, we are building these businesses to spend more time with our kids. We're building building these businesses to leave a legacy and just to like really create the life that we want for our children. And so it's so easy to wrap up our identity in the success of our business, but also in like our own mental um, fortitude or our own mental success. But the thing is, is that there are going to be seasons where mentally and physically we're just, we're, we're on, you know, we're powering down, right? And that's okay. And so when you're feeling overwhelmed, right? When mom life is hitting you, you know, the babies are sick, they're going through a leap, you're postpartum. How do we figure out how to give ourselves a break so that we can give ourselves a break in our life and our business? So one thing that I've noticed when I am in a season of mom fog and especially like a lot of moms that come to me, I can always tell when you're in mom fog or in a season of mom fog by how productive you are in your business. And, you know, I follow a lot of different like um, methodologies. Like, you know, um, I look into human design. I look into like the Enneagram. So I kind of have a general understanding of like types of people or like personality traits. So when I say business productivity, I really mean like for an ongoing period of time, how are you showing up in your business? And so mom fog, when it comes to your productivity, it often looks like you are having a hard time concentrating. You're having a hard time making any like strategic decisions and 
you are struggling with being creative. Whenever I hear somebody say something about creativity or like their content or, um, you know, just making any kind of decision, like whether they're going to launch or not, or when they're going to launch or setting dates, I can always t- pinpoint just from those kinds of things that like, mm, you may be dealing with a little bit of mom fog right now, because a lot of times when it comes to the business productivity, you don't want to make decisions, right? You feel very indecisive. And like, this is a different level of indecisive than, you know, oh, I'm just not sure. Like I need some guidance. It's more so like you can get all the guidance in the world and you still don't want to make a decision. You still don't feel excited. You still don't have any kind of creativity. So I actually one time had a client, this was like a few months ago, who she recently had a family re- um, emergency that was dealing with her, I think her, her oldest child. And she, she had like, t- she had three kids. And so it was her oldest child. And she was just having a hard time concentrating. Like she could not sit down. She was like p- trying to plan out her calendar. She was trying to plan out her launch content and all that kind of stuff. And she just, it just was not happening for her. And usually she can bust out some launch content, like super fat. Like so I, I'm just, I'm amazed at how well she's taken some of my processes and systems and just like made it her own and she's she does it so fast so when she was struggling with this one I was like hmm okay so then she you know when it came to her content like she's a very consistent person online so I was like okay I don't see any content you know like what is going on and then she told me that she was behind on client work we got on a call and she was telling me how she was behind on client work on and it's just that was just not like her it was just not like her at all and so we're talking and she's telling me all these things and everything and so finally I just told her you know that you're in mom fog like you are experiencing mom fog right now like you are overwhelmed because of the experience that you're dealing with with your oldest right with your son you're dealing with this and because of that you cannot show up like you're having a hard time showing up in your business and I said but This is why you created your business in the first place so that when you are dealing with something in your life, you can take the necessary steps back without having to tell a boss or check in or anything like you can do whatever you want and take a step back. Like that's why you created this business, you know? So what are we doing here? Right? Because you created this business and you're continuing to do this so that you can be present when you need to, but instead you're forcing yourself to show up and do all the things and strategize and all that kind of stuff. And now nothing is getting done, right? Nothing is getting done. And she's just like, wow, like, yeah, this is why I start. Like, you know, it's why we start these businesses. We start these businesses so that we can be present when we need to, right? And a sick child is definitely a time where you can just take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm going to be present and my clients will be fine. So after we kind of like really talked about this, we then sat down and we created some out of office messages. Um, We figured out a plan to communicate with her clients. She got some coverage. Luckily, she has one person on her team. So she got some coverage where she needed to. And then she took a week off. And it was so impromptu. Like it was so impromptu, but such is life, right? Such is mom life that things are going to just pop up, right? And it was so funny because like at the end of that week, um, the week that she took off, she was like, okay, like I signed a client and you know, this person was already in my funnel. It was just really funny because the client didn't even, like the new client didn't even recognize that she was having a whole family emergency, you know, because that client was still being taken care of by the team member and getting on board and all those kind of things. And it just made me think like, wow, you know, the truth is that we build these businesses in the name of time freedom, in the name of being present with our kids. But then when the opportunity comes up, a lot of times we don't take it, right? Like we don't take the opportunity to be like, oh yeah, I am the CEO. So I can take a break because something's going on. Right. Um, But instead we throw ourselves into this state of 
you know, needing to power down or feeling very low energy. And we, we end up triggering, you know, or putting ourselves into a season of mom fog when if we would just give ourselves that, that freedom that we want, we could step back and really, you know, live that life. And, and I love saying the word aligned, but we can live that aligned life that we set out to create when we build these businesses. And the truth is something that I, I saw, especially with this client in particular, is that we may be physically present, right? Like you may be physically present with your work or with your kids or whatever, but if you are mentally overwhelmed, if you are mentally somewhere else, that is going to de- decrease your productivity. That's going to make you less productive, less efficient. And, you know, people say it all the time, like, oh, you know, getting out your phone or get out your phone because, you know, when you're in your phone, you're not being present or whatever. But I kind of think of it in the same sense of like mom fog. It's like sometimes your body is there, but if your mind is not present, then what are you even doing, right? Like, it, you you can't do anything. And this is what mom fog does to you. Mom fog, you know, it, it allows your body to be present, but mentally you're not there. So how do we navigate that, right? The first thing is to recognize what the issue is in the first place. The biggest breakthrough for that client that I just mentioned is that like me putting language to what she was experiencing, like why she was experiencing that she couldn't make any decisions, why she was feeling like she couldn't show up and create content and why she wasn't doing those things. And I have found for myself that once I have put language to how I'm feeling, once I actually recognize or diagnose that this is what I'm experiencing, that is like the starting domino to getting myself back on track. Okay, whenever I have experienced mom fog and, you know, I mean, I don't experience it like every month, but, you know, every couple of months, every three months or so, I go through a a little bout or a season of mom fog where I'm just feeling overwhelmed, right, from all the juggling and all the things of motherhood. And so because of that, you know, once I recognize it and I put language to it at that point, that's that's when I know, okay. I'm going to get myself back on track. Like it just gives me that confidence to know like, okay, I can make it through. And I don't know about anybody else, but um, you know, I've had health problems in the past. And one of the most helpful things when you're not feeling well, at least for me, is always knowing what the problem is, right? So you go to the doctor and they tell you what's wrong. It's it's almost like I, I not instantly feel better, but there's a weight lifted just by knowing that this is what's going on. And so really putting language to the fact that, hey, I might be experiencing mom fog could be the thing that lifts you out of the mental state that you're in when you are experiencing mom fog. So let's talk strategies because I'm like really going along with this episode, but like I just, I really want to talk about this more. Like I just really love this topic. Um, So let's talk some strategies for navigating this, right? And things that I've done. Um, And like I said, I looked up advice and everybody was like, sleep, you know, get some sleep, eat well, exercise. And I'm just like, be for real. Like, (laughs) be for real. It's like, come on now. We know this, like us moms know this. And a lot of times when we're in a certain season of mom thought, those things are hard to do, right? It's very hard to do. And sometimes we just don't have the capacity to do those things, right? Those aren't always easy easy solutions. I remember there were like three or four blogs that I read that was like, yeah, practice self-care, make sure you're, you know, trying to take baths and and, and relaxing, um, getting massages and all. And I'm just like, girl, now your girl loves massages. I love me a massage. But if I'm in a very, you know, 
trying season with my kids and my kids are sick or whatever do you think I'm really gonna run out and get a massage like come on like it just I was just like what kind of who wrote this advice this doesn't make any sense I mean and maybe that's just me right like it could just be me but I know that there's somebody I know there's one other person that's like yeah okay you're right that's very unserious um but one thing that I have found is after I have put language to how I feel at that point I start where I can and I want to encourage you that after you know or after you you know think to yourself like maybe I'm experiencing mom fog I want you to then start where you can and what I mean by this is you need to decide what is the one thing that you can do to survive. Now, I know that that sounds dramatic, right? I know that sounds very dramatic. But when you're in a season of mom fog, you are going to understand what I'm saying. When we are in a season of mom fog, everything feels like a battle for, for survival, right? Like getting sleep, making sure the kids are okay, um, you know, cooking dinner, like everything feels like a battle, like a fight, like like you have like you having to put so much energy in order to survive this season. And a lot of times when you are in the thick of the mom fog, you don't have the capacity to do all the things, right? So you have to just start with one, right? We can't, you know, a lot of times when I'm in the thick of mom fog, I'm not going to be able to eat well and exercise and drink water and do bubble baths and, you know, cook dinner and make sure the kids are like I'm not able to do all those, all those things. So you have to just decide what is that one thing that you're going to do to survive. And this one thing really needs to be more so for yourself than anyone else. So if you've listened back to a lot of episodes that I've done, one thing that I used to always talk about is like outsourcing. And I used to talk about outsourcing specifically laundry. And I didn't realize it, but in hindsight, that was my, that was the way I survived in that season because laundry was something that in my mind was causing me a lot of overwhelm and it caused me to neglect everything about myself. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting dressed. I wasn't doing so many things. And I realized that sending my laundry out was an act of self-care. And that was the one thing that I could do in that season to survive. Now I'm in a different season and I'm experiencing mom fog in a different way. And so self-care for me has been looking like reading the verse of the day. And it's so interesting that that is my thing, but I truly believe it's because I've been wanting to make it more of a priority and I do make it a priority when I'm not in a fog to really do like in-depth Bible studies. But the first thing for me that goes when I'm in a state of mom fog is Bible study because what am I trying to do? I'm trying to get sleep, like I'm trying to sleep. And so because of that, I end up waking up right with the kids or just whatever. And so by then my day is, you know, I'm not going to say my day is shot, but like, you know, my day is definitely not waking up on a calm, <laughs> calm wavelength because, you know, I just got slapped in the face by a toddler or whatever. So um, right now, self-care for me is looking like, okay, I'm going to read the verse of the day. And it's a small thing that lets me center myself and get something positive in my spirit, right? And so when you're thinking about what can you do to survive, what is that one thing you can do to take something off your plate, but also that can lighten the mental load? Oh my gosh, I hope I'm not hitting this this mic too much. But what can you do to lighten the mental, mo- the mental load for yourself? From there, I really started looking at how I was managing my time and being productive, okay? So something else that I have done to just help me figure out how to survive in this season is I started to have theme days for both my home life and my business. So I went back to having checklists. And as much as I have talked about, like, you don't need checklists, uh, Jesus, you don't need checklists with a bunch of things on it. When I am in the thick of mom fog, my checklists are super, super long and they border on like, 
obsessive. Um, and what I mean by, uh, sorry, excessive. And what I mean by this is I need to see everything step-by-step of what needs to be done, right? Because by doing that, I was able to get the mental load, like I was able to lighten the mental load. Now I'm not thinking about it, but I have a list that tells me what to do. So I would write, you know, make the bed, brush your teeth, brush the kids' teeth, you know, um, feed them breakfast, no, cook them breakfast, then feed them breakfast. Like I was literally writing out every single thing so that I could check it off and have clarity about what I needed to do without having to actually think, okay? Because I, I know that you know, I know that you can relate to the fact that You spend a lot of time just thinking of all the things you need to do. And so having those checklists just really helped me to just have somewhere to start and to know that like, okay, I don't have to keep these things in my brain. I just need to follow what's on the list. And it just like, it made things so much, like it it made it to where I could survive that season, right? That season of being you know, mentally exhausted or that season of feeling physically exhausted, those checklists really, really helped. Now that was, you know, more so for my life, although I did have checklists for my business, but when it came to my business, instead of having a really long checklist and, um, you know, I, I'm a big, you know, we don't need long to-do lists, but especially with business, I don't believe that you need to have a long to-do list. And so for my business, I don't do a detailed checklist because when it comes to the business, I really focus on prioritization, right? What is the priority and what is the bare minimum? This is why I'm really big on the bare minimum, um, the bare minimum business strategy. I teach this. This is like one of the first things that I coach people through inside Moms Do Business Different of like, okay, what is our bare minimum business strategy? Because something's going to come up, right? Life is going to happen. And I want you to know what is the least you can do to make money, right? Like that's what I care about when it comes to the business. What's the least I can do to make money? And what is the least I can do to make sure that my clients are served very, very well? And so for me, when it came to my business, I always was asking myself, you know, um, or I was always prioritizing and focusing my time on serving my clients and bringing in one and Jesus, if I could say it and bringing in new ones. Okay. So serving the existing clients and then bringing new ones in everything else could wait, right? Everything else could wait. So like I've had the idea for a YouTube channel. Um, if you are on my email list, you know that like at times I'm posting YouTube videos and sharing them. And then other times I'm not, it is because uh, YouTube videos is not part of my bare minimum strategy. And so because of that, I can't prioritize those things. Okay. When it comes to my content, I'm, I'm very like particular about what it is that I'm doing because my content, I'm following a very bare minimum strategy. When it comes to lead gen, my visibility, like all those things are rooted in a bare minimum strategy. And so when I am in a season of mom fog, I still have, you know, a checklist, but the checklist is very, very, bare like it's very just it's very limited because it's really focused on what are my priorities and so in those seasons I don't accept collaborations I don't accept a lot of things that are if it's in that immediate time period now if it's something for the future I will probably accept it but if it's something in like you know a month like I'm just like no it's something I, I just it's a hard boundary I can't do it right and to this day, I don't feel like I've missed out on any opportunities by saying no, by having that boundary for myself. And so I just really want to encourage you that if you are experiencing mom fog, it's okay to say no, right? It's okay to say no. Like every opportunity, if the opportunity is truly for you, it's not going to pass you by. I'm going to say that again. If the opportunity is truly for you, it's not going to pass you by, okay? They will ask you again. They will reach back out later on. They will come back in the ninth hour and you're back together and you'll be able to do it, okay? So if it's something truly that you should be doing, 
It's not going to pass you by. It's okay to say no, not right now, because I have to prioritize what's actually keeping things moving in my business, right? And then lastly is sleep. Now, (laughs) I mentioned at the beginning how like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you gotta sleep, blah, blah, blah. Um, But here's the thing. When you're in the, in, the, in the thick of mom fog, it takes all those other steps before you can actually get some rest. At least that's what I found for myself, right? I found for myself that until I cleared up some mental space, sleep, it just wasn't happening for me, okay? So if you are in that same boat, sleep is the last thing that I focused on. Now, if you are not like me, right? If you're a mental load, you're, you, you're okay with all the things, then you can put the sleep first. But for me, I had to put that at the end. And so what I would do is I would reverse engineer to figure out when I would sleep. And, and this is like just something that I do now, right? I was basically figuring out like, okay, I know the kids sleep for 12 hours and I know that I'm waking up every two hours. So that means that I have to go to sleep by a certain time in order for me to feel like my best self or in order for me to feel like I at least wasn't Geez, I keep hitting this thing, but um, at least I wasn't physically exhausted. So for me, sleep has always been one of those things that, you know, I mean, I definitely live the college lifestyle of, you know, we're, we're pulling the all-nighters, we're rallying, like we're doing all the things. So I'm I'm used to not having like the full eight hours. I don't recommend that for everybody, but if you can, cool. Um, and so for me, I know I need at least five hours of sleep. Like if I don't have five hours of sleep, I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to run very well. So um, for me now, I really just focus on, okay, reverse engineering what like, you know how we do. It's like, okay, what's the latest I can stay up in order to wake up, you know, and it will start in order to get the amount of rest that I need to get. Now, this is just something that works for me. Um, and this is just me adding in like the last thing that I, I focus on. Um, but when it comes to just the survival aspect, I really do focus on okay, what is my one thing to take care of myself and to like start myself off positively? That's that's either going to be getting rid of laundry, right? Outsourcing something that's like cleaning or whatever, um, or centering myself with, you know, something that's like mindful, right? Like gratitude, journaling. Um, and right now it's the verse of the day. Um, then it's looking at how I'm managing my time, creating those checklists that are very, very detailed, just so I can get things out of my brain. Then for my business, I focus on prioritization. I shift my whole strategy to focus on what is my bare minimum strategy. And that's all I do. It's why sometimes when you look at my time card, if you go on Instagram, I have a highlight. Um, not every time I'm only working, you know, less than 10 hours am I in a mom fog, but there are a lot of times where I work four hours or five hours and it's because I'm in a mom fog. Now, other times it's because Tay is not home and when he's not home, I don't work as much, but um, there are a lot of times that when I do post the time card and it's less than 10 hours, it's because I'm, I, I, was, I was in a season of mom fog. And Mom fog for me doesn't last, you know, one or two days. It might last like one or two weeks or, you know, two or three weeks, right? So it's something that if you look at it and you're like, dang, Kay only worked, you know, three hours a week for like three hours straight. Yeah, because I was in a season of mom fog. And so because of that, I was focusing on the bare minimum. Um, When it comes to my time card, I don't include my coaching time, right? So even though it says I'm working for three hours, um, I don't include the time that I spend in Boxer. I do include the time that I spend like actually coaching like on on one-on-one calls or on, you know, like my weekly, but my bi-weekly calls inside of Moms Do Business Different. But otherwise, you know, it like those three hours, that's the time that I sat down and created my podcast episodes. I wrote my emails. I wrote my repurposing content and that was it, right? And then I moved, I was just, I was done, right? I moved on. Um, 
And that's because I'm in a state of mom fog, right? Prioritization. It's so key. Um, and then the last thing I do is I really focus on my sleep and I figure out, okay, where can I get some rest even though things are messy right now, right? Even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, how can I make sure that I'm getting some kind of sleep and how can I schedule it, right? And this really helps move out of the mom fog a little quicker. Something else I just thought about that I do also when I'm navigating mom fog, um, just just and it helps me on both ends of my life and in my business is I get outside. So my goal already is to touch grass at least once a day. Um, but especially when I'm experiencing mom fog, I will actually like get the kids together and we will just go and sit outside in the, in the driveway. Like sitting outside in the driveway, I might sit outside for 30 minutes or an hour. It doesn't matter. Um, like at a random time, like at a random time of the day, it could be daggone near dark outside. And I'm still going to be like, all right, let's go outside because being outside just really helps lift the fog. Right. And I go outside without my phone, without my laptop, just so that I can, again, kind of, um, lighten the mental load you know even though i'm watching the kids just being outside and everybody being able to just breathe fresh air it really is helpful so again when it comes to or like i guess the last thing i want to say this episode is so long the last thing that i want to say is that when it comes to the mom fog and navigating your business there is no one size fits all solution but i do want you to know that you're not in this alone okay navigating mom fog is something that you can do right navigating mom fog and maintaining a certain level of productivity that allows your business to continue to thrive is possible right it's just that you have to recognize where you are right that you are in that season And so a few other things that I just want to mention that you can do is one, you can outsource and delegate, right? So this is where having a team member comes in handy, but maybe you don't have a team member that can take over things for the business. And so in that case, consider where you can outsource things in the home, right? This is where my tried and true, my my handy, um, you know, outsourcing laundry or getting somebody to come in and clean or getting somebody to meal prep or just ordering your groceries instead of going to go pick them up, right? Like those things will really kind of free up some mental bandwidth and a little bit of physical, you know, space for you so that you can really just like kind of heal and recover and move through the mom fog season. Something else that you can do is, of course, like I said, the time blocking or not time blocking, but the prioritization. Um, And for me, that might look like, um, you know, sometimes I'll time block. Like I'll think to myself, okay, you know, I know from this time to this time, you know, it's usually at night where I can't really plan my days, but I can plan my nights. I can plan my mornings, just figure out how things can work um, for me. And that will sometimes help, right? Sometimes you just need to have some structure for yourself so you feel accomplished, right? Because it is hard to go through the whole day and feel like you did nothing you know and even when you do reflect back and you're like oh but I did all these things it can still feel like you're doing nothing when you're not spending time in your business that's kind of like something that I mentioned when I did my journal reflection episode and I talked about how you know I just felt like I wasn't giving my business any time or whatever it that that was a bomb fog like that was a mom fog season for me um, something else that you can do, another strategy, is to just break your task into smaller steps. So this goes back to like why I do my checklists and I make them super detailed because truthfully, when you break it into small steps, the the task seems less overwhelming, but also you don't have all the tiny details stuck in your head, right? When it comes to mom fog, it's really going to be helpful to remove as much mental load from yourself as possible. 
Um, the fourth thing, which I should have said this like at the beginning, but it's to set realistic expectations. Y'all know I'm always talking about this, but like we have to set realistic expectations. We have to, you know, if there are a lot of things on your calendar, get it off. Like tell, tell the, like the girls will understand if you have to reschedule a call. Okay. Everybody gets it. If something happens with your kid or if your husband is sick or if something is going on, if you're just mentally like depleted, it's okay. Like people are not going to be mad because you reschedule, right? Because our clients are dream clients. Okay. Everybody that I work with is a dream and everybody that I work with understands my, um, my, my client and friend Taryn and I had a whole call scheduled. It was scheduled for like nine o'clock in the morning, which I shouldn't have did that in the first place, but it was scheduled at nine in the morning and I slept through it right? So I wasn't even in a mom dog. I just fell asleep. Like I just slept through it and it was understood. Like she had no problem with it. Like she understood it was fine. Um, Taryn's my girl. That's why I mentioned her name. I usually don't say people's names, but Taryn is like my homegirl. Um, but we had a call scheduled and I missed it. Right. And it was okay. The world didn't end. She didn't fire me or ask for a refund. It was fine. Right. But it's important for us to set realistic expectations and just like Try to, you know, if, if your schedule is looking heavy and you're in a mom fog season, lighten it, right? Talk to your clients, talk to, talk to your people. They will understand if you need to reschedule things or move things around, okay? So set realistic expectations. You know, you may need to switch up your goals or just be flexible about how things happen because right now your family needs you, right? Mom life needs you more. Or guess what? You need you more, right? You need to take care of you more than everything else. And that's okay too. Um, the fifth strategy is to embrace technology. This has been something that's been super helpful for me long-term, but also when I'm in a season of mom fog. So a lot of people are like kind of worry or wary of AI tools and, you know, um, certain, you know, project man management stuff and, you know, just using all this different technology, but I want you to embrace it because when you are in a state of mom fog, the less you have to do the better. And so like for me, in my photography business, like as a service provider, there are so many tools that you can use to execute your work. So if you don't have a team member, you could still, you know, do things and take a break if you would just leverage technology. Okay. So there's a ton of AI tools that I use that allow me to spend so much less time in my business on the photography side as a service provider. Um, and the same thing for like social media. When I had my agency, I was using a lot of technology to allow me to create things faster, to create strategies, to create content. There were just so many things that I was doing that was rooted in um, or that was, you know, came from me embracing technology. So that's another strategy. Um, last couple of things are to start batching, right? Batching your task. That's going to really help you when you are in the thick of the mom fog, because then you can just really focus on, okay, I'm going to finish all of this. And once it's done, you can just check that whole thing off. And now you just feel way more accomplished, right? You you don't feel like you're jumping from thing to thing to thing and nothing's finished, right? Because that's going to add to the mental load. Um, practicing mindfulness, like, you know, just meditating, praying, right? Those kind of things are going to really help you navigate the mom fog. If you're that kind of person, right? There was a season that that didn't work for me, but now I am in a season where, you know, praying and journaling and, and, and you know, just really spending time and gratitude is helpful, right? And it helps me kind of clear my mental fog. Um, and then the last couple of things, which I mean, I wrote so many things down, but this episode is just getting entirely too long. But, um, you know, the last couple of things that I want to just say is learn to say no if you need to, right? And you don't have to add any extra comments, right? Like you don't have to explain why you're saying no. You don't have to explain why you're rescheduling if you don't want to. Like you can just say like, hey, I'm not able to do this 
this um, project. I'm not able to take on any commitments. I'm not, you know, right now I'm not taking any sales calls. If you want to have a conversation about my offers, we can DM about it, right? Or we can do this, right? Like you can come up with other options, but you can say no, right? And then last, the last couple of things, these kind of go together. I want you to get some help, right? I want you to seek either professional help from like a therapist or a counselor or something. Um, and then also I want you to get help from a coach, right? It could be me. It could be somebody else. I don't, you know, I don't care who it is, but get some support from somebody that can support you in both areas of your life and your business, right? Get that help because you need it, right? You really do need it in this season. You need someone to hold space for you, to hold a mirror up for you and to remind you that it's okay that you're feeling how you feel, right? And that it's normal and that it's something that's going to go away, right? Eventually you're going to work through this and they're going to be there to support you through that. But in addition to that, also seek or build some community, right? Like get around other moms and other people that get it, right? That have the exact same feelings, that have experienced these things, right? Because that will help you just feel less alone, okay? I talk a lot about like, for me, my podcast episodes and all my content, it really is around validating your feelings and making you feel less alone, right? I want you to know that you are not crazy for how you feel. You're not the only person that feels this way. So community is going to be so important and so key for you. Really network and be in community with other moms who can empathize with the challenges that you are experiencing or just they can they can relate to what's going on for you. This is one of the big reasons why I'm bringing back in-person events for 2024. Like I'm doing the um, the Moms Do Business Different Live. That's going to be like a, a intimate conference, like a boutique conference. Um, and like the purpose behind that is because I just want to bring more moms together um, that are in a similar walk of life, right? We're all trying to build this thing with our kids. It's, it's one of the reasons why I'm bringing the Mama CEO retreat up because I want us to be in community and I want us to, I want there to be intimacy and depth. It's why my um, my events are very small um, because I want you to be able to really like meet that person that you know in a few months down the line you never know like how they might come for come through for you in a in a tough season right and so I, I find that you know it's nothing wrong with like the big events or big things but it can be hard to really connect with people in large settings so that's why I'm really you know really um, being intentional about who, you know, how many people we have and the questions that we're asking, the conversations we're having, because it's so important that you find other people that can walk with you and validate you if you are experiencing this. Okay. The very last thing, and then I'm going to shut up, (laughs) but the very last thing is that you have to let go of any guilt and perfectionism, right? You have to let that go when you are in a season of mom fog. Okay. There's a lot of guilt that happens to us moms when we take time for self-care, okay? But self-care is not selfish, okay? And I know like that's easier said than done. And I've I've been there. Like I'm just now getting to a point where I am practicing self-care the way that I want to without feeling bad about how it looks. And I'm not saying that you need to take a bubble bath or anything random because for me, a lot of my self-care is done with my kids and I enjoy that. It's 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 fun for me, okay? I, I love 
doing my skincare and the kids are just playing somewhere on the floor. I tell them, hey guys, mom, mama is doing this. You sit over there and it's fine, right? It is fine. Self-care is going to look different for you depending on what season you're in. But I want you to let go of any guilt you have about how you choose to practice self-care and what that looks like for you. Because for some moms, I have some clients that for them, they, they don't enjoy practicing self-care with their kids. There is no judgment and you should have no guilt around that. Okay. I really encourage you to just do it the way that works for you. And then when it comes to perfectionism, I just want you to recognize that things will never be perfect. Okay. You are always evolving. You're always learning something new and there's always something that can be adjusted or tweaked. So especially when we're thinking about your business, I just want to encourage you to, if you're in a state of mom fog, I don't want you to, you know, again, be hypercritical um, because that's going to lead you to being a perfectionist and it's going to lead you to being not productive. Right. And so I just really want to encourage you to let that go, right? Let that go in this season. It is okay, right? And as you start to do that, you'll start to realize that there are so many things that just don't matter, right? It's not a big deal. And we created these businesses to be able to, one, do whatever we want, but to be present for the life that we desire, right? We desire a life that allows us to spend time with our kids, to be with our kids, to be present when things happen, right? And to take a step back when mentally and physically we're feeling depleted, okay? That is the name of the game. That is what we're doing here. The money is a byproduct, okay? The money is gonna happen regardless, okay? But we gotta have that inner peace with ourselves so that we can actually have that freedom that we're creating these businesses for, all right. I hope this was able to serve you and speak life into you today. I know this was a really long one. I hope you like kind of hung it, hung in there with me. And if you want to talk more about this, like I said, I'm going to have a question or something about this inside of the Facebook group, but then you can write your own post, right? You can write your own thoughts about this. Feel free to share this episode with someone that you feel like this might um, speak life into and pour into. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Y'all, my voice is gone like rough from doing all this talking. I can't believe I did a whole dang near hour long episode. Woo chow. Should I make this two parts? No, I'm gonna leave it at one. It's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it work. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so a young thug knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.